Welcome back to Clocking In with Haley Gaffin. This is Haley Gaffin, and this is my mom, Sandy. Hey, audience? (laughs) Audience? (laughs) Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Clocking In podcast, the podcast for entrepreneurs and professionals making their way in the working world. I'm your host, Haley Gaffin. This podcast is produced and brought to you by Gaffin Creative, a podcast production company for creative entrepreneurs. Learn more about our services at gaffincreative.com. Plus, you'll also find resources, show notes, and more for the Clocking In podcast. So let's clock in and get to work. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Clocking In. This is an extra special episode because it is my very first interview on the podcast. And in honor of it being International Women's Day today, um, the day that this airs, who better to bring on than my mom. So on the next few episodes, I will be introducing you to my family. Now, I know that you've probably heard about my mom on past episodes, especially in episode number one, which is where I talk about five lessons my mom taught me about money. And that is actually my most popular show, which ironically, I'm sure is because she shared on her own Facebook page when it went live and told all of her friends to go listen. So welcome to the show, mom. And for those that are listening in that don't know you as mom, this is Sandy Robinson. Thank you. Great to be here. So to kick things off, I want our listeners to get to know you a little. So let's start by having you tell our listeners what you do for a living. Okay, I work for a local battery company and I'm the logistics supply chain manager. And what that consists of is I'm over purchasing, planning, inventory control, shipping, receiving, and finishing. So you do it all. <laughs> I do a lot of it. <laughs> yes. And or I'm responsible for it. I'm going to assume that when you were a kid, that's not what you imagined you'd be doing as an adult. <laughs> not at all. So not at all. as part of this little interview, you know, process with family members, I wanted to kind of give a history of me, but also of you. So when you were a kid, what did you imagine yourself to be? Like, what what career did you imagine for yourself when you grew up? Mm, The first thing I remember, but I mean, I'm sure there were several different things. But the first thing I remember is I wanted to be a cosmetologist and do hair and makeup and nails and make women beautiful. Yes. But as I got older and into high school and I went to dances and, you know, the prom and all that, I wanted to be a backup dancer for Tina Turner. (laughs) And you didn't pursue that dream. I did not pursue that dream. <laughs> so what kept you from pursuing cosmetology? Um, I actually met your dad, got married, and college was out of the question at that point. I just wanted to get married and get a job. <laughs> so when we look at your timeline for working, I know that you didn't have me or Tanner until you were almost 30, which means you did have a career before you had kids, right? Yes, we were married 10 years before we had you and landed a job at Olson Staffing and I worked in the office. So I found people jobs. They, I would send them out to different companies in Chattanooga. So before I sent them out, I would have to interview them. That job changed me in how I, my work ethics and how I approach people. And it, it actually helped me in my career. At that job, like how, what made you leave that job? Was that when you had kids? I actually um, had Tanner 
and I stayed home with Tanner for a year or two, I think a year. So that would have been, for those that don't know, Tanner's younger than me. So I would have been three or four yeah. by that point. Yes. Do you think that your role at that company impacted or like kind of set you on a path to the career you're in now? It did because after I left there, uh, when I went back to work, I went to work for Brock Candy, which I love that job because we got so much candy for free. <laughs> you did. I got that job because I knew that company from working at Olston. So I went to work in their purchasing department, which led me to over their purchasing department. And then it just evolved from there. Yeah. So I know for you, you've actually been pretty loyal to companies. Like yes. in my, in the life that I can remember, you know, I can't remember being a, a toddler, but for the life that I know, you've had two jobs, like in That's nearly 30 years. That's correct. How do you find that loyalty in, to a company? Because as someone who, you know, I worked in the ad agency before this and you saw me job hop, but that's just the industry of the ad agency. So how, one for our listeners that are business owners, what can they do to make employees loyal to their company? Well, I think that's just, it just depends on who you are. I mean, some people say that after seven years, you need to go to a different company to increase your salary. But me, I just, uh, I learn a job and I love it. And if it's challenging, I want to learn more. And I actually look at the benefits. You know, um, if your company matches your 401k, that <laughs> all of that, us are laughing right now. That, that entrepreneurs. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, but I mean, the benefits are very important to me, especially yeah. at my age. But at a younger age, I just, I never job hopped. Yeah. I guess because. You know, I look at my mom and dad, they never did that. That's true. Yeah, I never really thought about it that way because both my grandparents, my mom's parents are, they were with the same companies, what, your whole life pretty much? I mean, my dad was, well, dad was a trucker, but mom, I know of mom having two jobs. Yeah, because she, my whole life, I mean, she retired years ago, but my whole life she was at the same company. With that in mind and the way you were raised. Did you ever imagine entrepreneurship as an option for you? No, because growing up, I really never heard of it. Yeah. You know, people just didn't talk about it. So, you know, you went to work for a company and they paid you and you had their benefits. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I didn't, I don't think I knew anyone that had their own business growing up. Well, technically, if you had been a cosmetologist, you would have ended up being Technically, a yes. <laughs> but I would have had to work for someone mm -hmm. and rent that booth. Yeah. As, as my mom, what were your thoughts about me ever starting a business? Like, you know, I had started a little photography thing for fun in college, and that morphed into what is now Gap and Creative, but... If I had come to you during college and said, Mom, I want to leave college and I want to pursue photography full time, what would you have said to me? Like, what would you have thought? I would have told you that you're not going to make any money. There's no benefits in it. So, <laughs> <laughs> And like, what if it was just any kind of entrepreneurship role? I would have told you the same thing. Yeah. So now you can tell me how wrong I was. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, I, the reason I ask is because I feel like I, well, in college, I, so I did the photography thing on the side, but advertising and marketing was always my goal and what I wanted to pursue. And I love the idea of like moving to New York and working in an ad agency and having a Super Bowl commercial. But like I got into it and while I loved the work, I didn't, I didn't love the environment. I didn't love agency life. And like, you really have to climb your way to the top there and not in the best ways. Like I won't get into that too much, but in my mind, when I would talk to people and like, they knew I shot weddings, it took so long for me to say like, yeah, I'm a photographer. Yes. I charge for my work because it is a business. And it wasn't until my last like corporate job, if you want to call it a corporate job, where I worked with photographers and saw them all the time succeeding and having these full-time businesses. And that was really the first time that I saw entrepreneurship. And I was like, anyone can do this. This isn't just like, oh, my daddy has money and he's handing it to me and I'm building a business off of daddy's money. It's you can start from the ground up in entrepreneurship if you want to. And so that's one reason I asked that is because I never really saw myself doing entrepreneurship. And I even went and told, I spoke at my college back. This was years after I graduated and they were asking me about freelancing because in the ad agency world, freelancers are a big deal. Like you get contract work when you have a new client come in, but it's not a long-term client. So you just need someone for a little bit. So freelancing is really big, but it wasn't stable. So I even told them there is no way I would ever be a freelancer or own my own business like that because it's so unstable. So now that I've been self-employed for over a year, has your mindset shifted at all around entrepreneurship? Oh, yes, definitely. Yes. I see, I see how successful you are, how... I don't know if I can say this. You and Stephen have paid your house off in five years. Oh yeah, you can listen to like episode <laughs> five, I think, to hear uh, hear about that one. <laughs> yeah, that's just. I mean, the things that you do are just so impressive to me. Well, thank you. And not because you're my daughter, but <laughs> oh, it's one hundred percent because I'm your daughter. <laughs> so now, as an adult with all of this career, like we've walked through your career and the um, the options that are out there now, because I, I do feel like when you started your career, maybe entrepreneurship wasn't as big as it is now. Like there are so many small businesses. There are so many resources. The internet makes it a lot easier. And I, I mean, I even look back when I was a freshman in college, we didn't have iPhones. I mean, I'm sure they were out there, but so now as an adult, what is one piece of career advice you would give your younger self or someone who is just getting started in their career? A piece of advice that I did not get. Invest. Invest when you're young. Don't live paycheck to paycheck. Save your money. Invest. Because when you get my age, you look back and you wish you had done that. That's good advice. Well, I have one surprise question that I did not prep my mom with. And I'm asking my mom, my brother, and my dad the same question in their interviews. And it's actually, it was inspired by a TikTok video. 
And I want you to tell me exactly what you would say to someone if they asked you, what does your daughter do for a living? Oh, wow. (laughs) She does a little bit of everything. Um, She helps people with their websites for, I don't know. (laughs) Is that what I do? (laughs) I don't know. What do you do? (laughs) And this is why I wanted to ask this question because I feel like it's so funny like I had someone introduce me as the girl. Oh, you're not going to put that in there. Yes, I am. That's no. the point of the question. You want to answer it again? No. <laughs> I know you do a, a little bit of everything. If someone were to ask me what you did for a living, I knew that you worked in purchasing at the battery company because I also worked at that battery company. <laughs> um, but I didn't know all of the other titles that you've earned since I was at the company. So... I was like 16 when I started there. Yeah. My job has grown there yeah, quite a bit. Well, thank you so much for joining me for an episode today. And um, I hope this kind of opens the doors for people to talk to their parents about careers and entrepreneurship, even the retired parents, because I feel like they have a lot to offer, especially to, to small business owners. And a lot of my audience did start their business younger. So like straight out of college, didn't have corporate experience. And I think as people start to scale and grow their businesses and bring on team members, knowing like what people are looking for in a business is important too. So really appreciate you joining me today for this episode. Well, thanks for having me. Bye. This has been another episode of the Clocking In Podcast. You can find the show notes for this episode and more at gaffincreative.com. Thank you so much for your listenership and support. If you love this episode, I'd be so honored if you'd leave me a review in the Apple Podcast app. Until next time, I'm your host, Haley Gaffin, clocking out.